cutting right to the chase. Matt Eichel, Jordan Fleagle. We don't fucking play around here. No. Best NBA basketball podcast you can find. Uh, you know, whether or not you've heard of us uh, until now. Maybe you've been here since uh, day one. I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is the place to be. Matt Acorn, uh, the, the Scotty Pippen to uh, my, my colleague Jordan Fleagle's like Jordan uh, today. With Finally. The, 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 you're going through the flu game is uh, more yeah. so what I'm alluding to here. Uh, yeah. Jordan, a little bit under the weather, but uh, he's pushing through his week guys uh, the content you so crave uh, to, to kickstart your weekend and uh, you know Jordan I mean what, what are the symptoms like right now uh, did you eat the whole pizza in Utah I think we were talking about that yeah. on Monday as well slash Tuesday uh, that, that podcast uh, how, how are you feeling right now what yeah. are the symptoms like yeah I ordered a pizza from Utah I just wanted to know you know see if it was really that bad and uh, it, it is uh, and it was only me who ate it um, no I mean I'm I'm struggling. If I if I did have to play a basketball game right now, I, I, I don't know what my stats would be. Luckily, I don't rely on my athleticism anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, no, it's uh, – I will tell you, Matt, I got sick because, uh, you know, and we, we talked Uh-oh. about it going out, uh, you know, two days in a row. I'm like, I can't do that. The night with cool. the boys in Guelph, Ontario, stayed up till 5. It was too much for me. I could feel me go downhill the next couple days. Uh, that that put me out of commission. So so that's what it was. I, I just can't I can't do that shit anymore. Got to be in bed by, you know, nine or ten. Uh, Got to be mm-hmm, drinking mm-hmm. tea and stuff. So, uh, but I do. This is day three. I feel a lot better. Um, so well, the, I'm on the mend. The irony the irony of this Jordan is that uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, you know, if you want to buy into another uh, Michael Jordan conspiracy theory, <laughs> uh, he was never uh, he was never had nothing to do with the pizza. That guy was just straight up hungover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So uh, yeah. you know, this is this is actually very reminiscent of uh, of Michael's flu game. Yeah. Uh, but uh, to kickstart things, uh, you know, we're talking about one of the all time greats, uh, a multi time All Star, and Michael Jordan. <clears throat> It's only right that we start talking about the NBA All-Star teams. Uh, the roster is officially unveiled yesterday, the reserves for the uh, the East and the West, and uh, definitely some some shockers, some snubbery going on, yeah. uh, for sure. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to get right into all that. Um, but, you know, overall, Jordan, I thought this year's selection was actually very... It was weirder than usual. Uh, yeah. Obviously, there was a lot of guys deserving, uh, you know, to make it in this year. Uh, not, not. Uh, I, I think everybody that's made this, except for one player, which I'll get into. Uh, you know, I think I saw everybody kind of at least have on uh, their, their mock ballots or are mentioned as being a candidate this year. Uh, yeah. But you know, it, it's. It's it's the mixture the the problem right now I think I think that maybe there we, there needs to be actual criteria for the All Star game I think maybe <laughs> that we need to actually start doing this you have to fit certain benchmarks kind of like the Baseball Hall of Fame you can't you can't qualify unless you hit these marks because then you look you look at all these guys and it, it just like like you have uh, the first one I'm going to throw here you know Anthony Davis left off the All Star team uh, was one of the best players in the league uh, when he was healthy this season uh, and a guy like Jaron Jackson Jr. makes it in uh, for the first time and you know what I had him as my honorable mention I think you all. Also, you know, you brought him up as a a guy who is maybe worthy of some consideration here, uh, but but yeah. was left off our official teams. But you know, he only played six less games than uh, Anthony Davis this season, so yeah. you can't really make the 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 you know the argument that he was uh the the oh well AD's been missing time. Yeah, if that's the case, that's just recency bias because uh, at the end of the day, six games is not that much, and Anthony Davis was the far better player overall. But uh, you oh, know, yeah. you, you look it up and down, and you know it's kind of hard to differentiate who's in there for talent, who's in there for production who's in there for reputation, and then who's just in there because they deserve to be an all-star. So, uh, Jordan, I mean, overall, what were your feelings about this uh, this year's all-star selection? Well, it's interesting because we spent a lot of time talking about, you know, the fans. Do they get it right? Are they going to, you know, pull a, you know, is there going to be a Zaza Pachulia situation? Uh, you know, the players, seven, baby. The, 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 the players voting for guys who haven't even played uh, and, you yeah. know, and, and sort of, 
waiting guys who they see as really skillful, you know, someone like Kyrie, uh, who doesn't necessarily always, you know, back it up with wins and stuff like that. Uh, and then you got the media who's maybe, you know, you know, you got the nerd community or whatever, but truly the wild card that people don't really talk about is the, these assistant coaches, uh, who, you know, throw in their, you know, it, it, it used to be kind of, you know, I, I used to be more okay with it. They, they'd get a guy like Kyle Lowry in there all the time. Cause it was, it was like, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, he didn't really have the stats as some of these other point guards, but the coaches knew how important he was to, you know, that those good Raptors teams and players like that. Al Horford used to make it, uh, with, with, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, stats that weren't that great. So I guess the version of that, I mean, that, that's, that, that's the only reason that, you know, the bad boy or no, the bad boys, sorry. Uh, the, the 04 Pistons and, uh, yeah. the, uh, whatever the, the 2015, 2014 Hawks, uh, yeah. got the four all-stars. Cause I mean, overall, no, exactly. no one was ever going to vote Kyle Corver. No, no, exactly. And so you've got the, you know, the coaches kind of swoop in there and, and, and yeah, br- sort of nominate these guys who, don't really have the statistical resume and normally I'm cool with it, but like, you know, that was the case with Jaron Jackson Jr. He wasn't really anywhere on on the fan vote or not particularly high. Kind of came out of nowhere for me. He he he, he was yeah. you know someone I was considering, but not really heavily. Like I, that, there would have been a couple guys I would have put on in the West, uh, you know, above him. Um, yeah. And and you know, in the in the in the East, uh, Demar I guess falls in that category. Another guy who I hundred percent yeah. I'm not. I I didn't really you know I I did consider him. It did kind of pain me to leave leave him off. But there's guys I thought much more deserving. And I know you had mm-hmm. Drew Holiday, but. The, Drew was kind of in that same category for me as well, like a guy He's I know how in Kyle Lowry exactly, like yeah, you were referring to, yeah. yeah. So same type of thing. So so those three were the big kind of shocks, and, and and yeah, they really came I think from from the the coaches, kind of their perspective of you know these guys might not uh, you know get get the love of you know this the same attention as other more flashy players, but but they're really you know more more important to their teams than you know the average fan fan would maybe. Uh, realize and, and I, I get that I get the the line of thinking but specifically with Jaron Jackson Jr. it's the games thing but also when you take into account how much he fouls and just isn't on the court mm-hmm. when you break it down by minutes I saw like overall minutes played between him and Anthony Davis it was like 12 minutes or something because yeah, of how, yeah. how much uh, time he misses because yeah he, he's just taken off the floor because of foul trouble so so that yeah that that one is just the, the only one that I look at and think that really like you know De'Aaron Fox even, you know, in my opinion, someone like Devin Booker, uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's other guys in the West who I think deserved it over him, but you know, Ant. it is what it is. Yeah. Ant, another snub for sure. Um, and, and, you know, especially with, with how well the Timberwolves have been playing, like we talked about last, last yep, podcast yep, there. Yep. Um, some, pe- some pe- big, big perks said that D'Lo, uh, your favorite point guard in the NBA, uh, D'Lo and, uh, Ant are the best backcourt. <laughs> Perk. I mean, you know what? They're 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 doing really well. I will give them that, and and I've got 50, 50 bucks riding on that continuing. So you know, I'm not going to mm-hmm. say anything. But and also, you know, a guy like Damian Lillard, neither of us had him. I don't think I I picked De- no. De'Aaron Fox over him. Obviously, he's got the better statistical resume uh, than a lot of other guards. But like for God's sakes, and it's the same same thing where I'm like with Demar. I'm like, come on, how do you yeah. put these guys on with such you know their their records are so shitty, and specifically in the East. And I know you yeah. you feel the same way. You're going to put DeMar on, but you're not going to put Pascal on that team because Pascal oh, oh, is a yeah, yeah. much better player statistically, yeah. all-star-wise. And if you're going by wins, both players are or both teams are shit, the Bulls and the Raptors. Yeah. So you can't tell yeah. me yeah. DeMar deser- deserves it over him. So, yeah, some of them, I think, you know, usually, um, and, you know, for the most part, uh, things kind of went as, as I think they probably should. I'm glad Bam got in there. I know you had Jimmy over Bam, but I think mm-hmm. – uh, you know, that but was another, as long as they get one, they yeah. deserved an all-star hundred percent. Yeah. And that was another kind of, you know, assistant coaches 
kind of looking at what Bam brings to the table every night, you know, anchor of the defense, yep. playing more than Jimmy does. So for the most part, it's fine. I'm not, you know, screaming and yelling about any of this, but a few of them, a few of them did kind of make me scratch my head. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, let's get right into the the snubs because again, I think yeah. that there is just a few guys in there. Like again, DeRozan and Lillard really was just reputation. I really don't think that was built yeah. off of uh, their actual production this season, especially when you look at their records. Uh, but Jordan, in your opinion, you know, who who are you looking at right now as uh, as the biggest snub overall uh, from this? Because you know, I I mean, you know, we mentioned him already, Pascal Siakam. You know, he potentially could be the first player averaging twenty five, six, and eight. Yeah. Uh, to mi- and that's six uh, six assi- uh, six assists and eight rebounds. Yeah. Uh, to miss the uh, the All Star game, obviously the season hasn't ended. Those averages could dip or even increase, uh, d- and they increased last year when he got snubbed from the All Star game. So yep. you know who who knows how he's going to turn it on this year. Uh, but you know what, I'm actually going to go on a quick tangent here too because you know what I, I was planning on it. But if you look into the the like the the soul of this, you know people always go, oh, well, it's just it's just the All Star game. It's not a big deal. It doesn't really matter. Like you know one player bit left off. It does matter for the players, not just for you know the pride and uh, you know recognition, but this fucks up with their money. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, this, this fucks up the bag. Siakam's no longer going to be uh, you know eligible now for this supermax, so he's going to be losing out on millions and millions and millions of dollars right. that he probably should have. But because some uh, coaches want to uh, you know bring in DeRozan, uh, it's, I, I think it also doesn't help you know playing for the Raptors. Yeah, and they're going through a turbulent season. There's a lot of you know question marks up in the air. You know a lot of rumors. You know. Things flying around the locker room, not soup this time, but you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of a uh, lot a lot of speculation around the Raptors right now, and I don't think that you need more reasons to uh, you know lower morale in that locker room right now. I know yeah. I know Fred VanVleet, you know, put the tweet out there to to back up his boy, but I mean this uh, this isn't going to be uh, you know re- re- uh, you know rectified by just a uh, yeah. a simple tweet here from uh, Steady Freddy. I mean Siakam deserved to be in here, definitely one of the biggest snubs, and is gonna you know his bank account's going to hurt from this and you know possibly this could leave a sour taste in his mouth come the time he's uh he, he becomes a free agent because yeah, uh, yeah. you know the the Raptors just historically they don't get these votes i mean DeRozan averaged better numbers than this uh for the Raptors uh, a couple of years and uh, a lot less people were uh, voting him into the game yep yep 100% i mean like I definitely would say, you know, Pascal was the biggest snub. And he got even snubbed from some of the graphics from ESPN. It's, it's like, who yeah. was the biggest snub? He wasn't even on that, those ones. So yeah. I really don't get it because, like, his uh, – if you were going to say, okay, we're not – you know, if if as fans, you know, whoever was in charge of voting, if we're going to say, okay, no one – yeah, no one in these lower seeds are going to get, uh, you know, the recognition – fine if you're going to say that but you've got lebron james in there uh on a 12th place team um yep. you know you've got uh, uh dame in there in, in 11th place currently currently like we we're saying with the bulls you're only in 10th place so like uh you know pascal yeah if, if you're going to vote other guys down there you know at the bottom of their conferences in pascal just has to be in there's just no there's no excuse not to put him in because he's been yep. durable he hasn't missed that much time you know he went out early but, you know, early in the season, we were talking about him as an MVP candidate. He's been that good, and he's kept mm-hmm. up those averages. Um, and, and so, yeah, I was really, really shocked to see him in. I, and, I, you know, homerism aside, I'm genuinely uh, most surprised yeah. to not see him in there. Um, because, yeah, I, and, I mean, you know, out in the West, I know a lot of people are going to say Anthony Davis. But, again, I didn't even have him, not because he wasn't a deserving all-star numbers-wise, but I set my... Uh, my uh you know sort of threshold for games that being said though he's back now and and looked great uh pretty much Mm -hmm. almost immediately so you know 
you know, uh, maybe if I did it again, you know, the night before the, the game actually was to, to be played, I, I would definitely, uh, you know, I, I, I'd maybe have Anthony Davis in there because um, you, you got to look at, yeah, the, the totality of, of, of games played right up to the game. And, and uh, yeah. just numbers wise, he's one of the best big men in the league, probably deserves to start, um, you know, the, the, the all-star game in the front court, uh, you know, ahead of someone like Zion who, who was in because he's, he's very, you know, popular with, you know, the, the, the fans and everything, of course, and in, in, he would be deserving as well if he played a little bit more, but he's going to be out, uh, you know, still, uh, you know, going forward. And, and we're going to talk about the Pelicans, how they're doing without him, but, uh, yep. just, just, yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I, the Anthony Davis one, I get a little bit more, but it, yeah, in, in the East, uh, I just don't get the Pascal one, man. I, I really don't get it. Well, I'll put, I'll put one more out there. Uh, he was our starter. Both of us had him in the starting lineup, and he was snubbed. The beard, James Harden. Yeah, that on the third. I forgot that about one that. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Eleven assists per game, 20, 22 points per game uh, on the third best team in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. He's uh, you know uh, an MVP player, so he's got everything. You know, he's got the he's got the moniker, he's got the popularity. Uh, you know, he's and he's got the skills to back it up, and he's having a good season this year. I have no, absolutely no idea how you don't put, you know, the beard in there. But then you have, you know, even, I would say, you know, he should be in there over Tyrese Halliburton. He should be over there uh, over Drew yes. Holiday. Yes, uh, like, like, definitely over to Rosen. Like, I don't know yeah. who, who I, I almost feel like this is one of the ones where it's like, Everybody assumed everyone else was voting for James Harden. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. just left him off They're so they like, could yeah. vote for someone else that they like, and then that he just got left out. Yeah, I, I, that one seriously needs to be looked into because I, I that I, I have no idea how he's left out of this. No, me neither, hundred percent. And I mean, like, again, Boston's at the top of the East. They get two All Stars. Uh, you can say, okay, Milwaukee deserves two All-Stars because they're right there, you know, along with Philly. But when you look at, when you put up a guy like Drew Holiday's numbers next to James Harden's, like, there's just, there, there's no comparison. Like, the way that James Harden mm-hmm. this year has, uh, yeah, been that, you know, steady playmaker, um, you know, scoring the ball. And, and just, he's been incredibly efficient. I think he's upwards of 60%. Uh, and when you look yeah. at his true shooting percentage for James Harden, like, he has been everything that the Sixers could want. He's the reason that they're, yeah, right there battling for... Um, you know, not, not even all that far behind the Celtics for, for number one in the East there. And I know, you know, them, they've been kind of flip-flopping with, with Milwaukee, but I just, uh, I, that one was, again, I kind of forgot about him because of the Pascal rage that I had, but yeah, Harden's <laughs> probably, you know, right up there, uh, with, with, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, just a massive surprise. I mean, Kyrie got in there as a starter. James Harden deserves to be a starter over Kyrie, uh, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, in my eyes, like 100%. Um, and, and, yeah, we both had him as, as a starter, and I'm, I'm very, very shocked he didn't make it uh, at least as a reserve because, um, yeah, I just, like, when, when you look at a guy like... games played either. I know. <laughs> when you look at a guy like Drew, like, like, I, I, it, it's just so deep. Like, the, the pool for guards in the East now is just so deep. Yeah. It, he deserves to be an all-star, but... I'm sorry, just not over James Harden. And you're right about Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, Ty- Tyrese Halliburton, like I had him in there, um, uh, you know, as well on my team. But if, if you're talking about putting him over James Harden, I just I just can't do it. it uh, as much yeah. as as much as I would like, I would love to leave James Harden off my team. I'm not a you know I'm not James Harden's biggest fan. You can go list, go go back and listen to all the stuff we both have said about him. Uh, you know, he's he's mm-hmm. got the he's the the biggest playoff choker of any superstar in the last however many years you want to throw out there. But uh, in, in, if you're 100. just talking about, if you're just, yeah, the history of the, the league, um, if you're just talking about, uh, you know, uh, who deserves it, you know, stats wise, winning wise, uh, you know, even you look at like 
quote unquote personal kind of sacrifice. He he's done everything that the the Sixers could have wanted. So yeah, he he's another big one uh, that I just don't get. And and before you get to it, maybe you'll bring him up. Trey Young's not a snub. I'm sorry, Trey Young. Uh, you know no, he, his no. numbers. Uh, yes, he's putting up quote unquote all star numbers, but. Uh, I started that trend, man. Yeah, well, I, I, you I did. Was doing you left it him off last cold. year. I, I, I had him as a starter last year, as far as I know, and I think he did start last year. Yeah, uh, I think he did. Because start. <laughs> again, I was blown away by his. He's still averaging, uh, you know, twenty five plus, almost, almost ten assists per game, like nine point nine, uh, on mm-hmm. on fairly efficient shooting as well. But uh, he plays even less defense than James Harden, and uh, I just think having Dejounte there, the fact and the hawk that the fact that the Hawks are down in eighth right now and and have been kind of disappointing. They kind of take votes away from each other, so that one's not as egregious. I don't really see Trey as a snub, but he's another one I've I've, I've heard, and you know I, I I kind of get the outrage if you're just looking at his stats because his are pretty incredible yeah, too. Yeah, all star talent, just not the all star season. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, to, to move on here, uh, you know, I would let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk uh, on Twitter uh, if who who you think yeah, is the biggest all star snub. Yeah, or who yeah, I, I still think I Booker's would... a snub. Uh, yeah, he was, yeah, he was in on mine. Just... Um, I feel like there's a couple of, oh, people, CJ Brunson, McCollum, CJ McCollum, McCollum is, he deserved it. I actually agree with you. Uh, and I, I mean, right now he doesn't, the Pelicans are pretty bad, but yeah, yeah. But, but Brunson, Brunson, I, I get why you can see, you know, think of him as a snub, but again, there's t- the, the guards in the East are just too deep, man. I, I don't think yeah. he's quite, quite in there at the level of these other guys, but, but I, 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 in a, in a less deep sort of, you know, the Eastern conference, let's say five years ago, he would have made it in for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, to move on here, uh, one of the captains of this year's uh, All-Star game, uh, Giannis Tanakumpo, does it again. We were just talking about it. Uh, another 50-point performance, 54 points against the Clippers in a, in a comeback win. They edge yep. him out by one point. Uh, a, a great back-and-forth game as well. Uh, but, yeah, the Greek freak, just unstoppable. Uh, you know, he, he also was a beast on the boards, uh, hauling in 19 rebounds. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he just really, he said, get the fuck out of the way. Just give me the ball and let me go to work. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's funny watching, you know, Giannis get these in insane scoring nights because it's it's not it's not like anyone else that we've really seen again it's the really only like, comparison you can give is Shaq yeah. uh, because <laughs> nobody has ever just taken over the game physically at yeah. the NBA level uh like usually you know someone has to have you know a killer crossover uh, a, a crazy jump shot something like that yeah. all Giannis does and it's the same play over and over and over and they just kill teams with it because no one in the league can stop it yeah pick and roll just let him go. He'll do probably some weird low, uh, slow Euro step. Yeah. Where he takes five steps, uh, or it looks like five steps because his legs are so long. Uh, <laughs> and then he just bulldozes through whoever's there. One of the plays, Avika Zubak was right there, and he just blew him up. And yeah. that's a seven-footer, 250 pounds plus yeah. probably. Like I don't know uh, anyone in this league that could check him in any position once he's coming downhill. No. Uh, I, I think he could kill the average man if, he, uh, <laughs> if you tried taking a charge from him. Uh, like If you play directly. Uh game with him if he came and he he threw one down on you it could be life ending so i'm i'm interested to see you know like what you think of this but like i i I just generally think he could average 35 40 points if he really really wanted to and just every like obviously the efficiency would probably go down if he was taking that many shots but uh yeah easily the you know uh, our pick for the best player on the planet as well and you know he's proven it right here uh just just an insane athlete oh yeah like the the fact that i i think you know the the noise around. You know Luca's had a great year with his scoring, and Jokic is you know top of MVP ballots, and mm-hmm. and Tatum as well. It's like every year, uh, it's like oh yeah, Giannis is also there, and he's also, you know, if you really had to think about it, you probably still take him over any of these other guys because, uh, oh, yeah, like yeah. my MVP the, the, pick last year. The yeah, and it, deserving like he, he's just 
he he somehow gets better every year. The the biggest thing that yeah. I've seen from him, and he didn't really didn't really showcase it this much, uh, you know, in in this last game we're talking about. He only had two assists, but he's become such a better uh, you know facilitator and passer as yeah. his career has gone on. Like every year, he comes back and makes passes that he was not able to make the season before. Uh, and he's he's carried this Milwaukee team like they are now thirty five and seventeen, uh, two games back from Boston, and everyone thinks like, oh, Boston, they're this amazing juggernaut. They never lose. They're incredible, and they have been, but. Milwaukee is right there. They could they could easily, you know, the yep. Celtics have an injury, go on a slide. You know, uh, anything could happen. Milwaukee could be number one in the East again with uh, Middleton barely playing. And when he does play, you know, he came off the bench last night and, uh, you know, he, he had a good game. He had 16 points but uh, and, and some big ones down the stretch. But he has not looked like himself. And, and when, you know, no. uh, you know, coming back and then obviously missing a whole bunch of time, all these other guys, like Brooke Lopez is, looks old, you know, every now and then you look at him and he's like, yo, he's just not the same. Uh, you know, Drew Holiday. All-star, yeah, four for 15 shooting from uh, the All-Star. Classic Drew Holiday fucking game, uh, you know, with eight assists, you know, still still defends the hell out of the ball. But, um, you know, and, and you've got, you know, uh, just otherwise, you're looking around, uh, you know, uh, with the exception of maybe Luca, who's on a pretty bad team, like all these other stars have way more help than Giannis does. Oh, yeah. uh, a, a, a very much an aging core around him, but... He's just dragging these guys, kind of like LeBron used to do, uh, and and just uh, you know, uh, again another game where you, he scores fifty four. He's not stat padding. They needed every bit of that. They they eke this one out by one point, uh, and you know that's a legit fifty four and nineteen. And like fifty four and nineteen from a guy who's not a center is just he's the Greek freak. We've never seen anything yeah. like it before, and he he really is. You know, if he keeps having seasons like this, he's gonna go down as honestly one of the best ever. He he could be inching into like the top 10 category like i don't know where i'd put him now i'd have to think about it but he's, hey, I, th- uh, I think if you if you stack him up against guys like uh kevin garnett uh i mean they, they've think, almost uh, are already almost this comparable stat lines if our uh, stat lines uh, accolades like, I, you could even give Giannis the prop there i mean i love kevin garnett more than anyone else but kevin garnett did not by himself you know as a leader of a team carry them to the finals mm-hmm. and win finals MVP. Uh, you know, he's never even won the series. No. And uh, you know, the, the, uh, Kevin Garnett's great. He, he is unbelievable. And, and I'd probably, you know, the, the defensive resume, they've each got a defensive player of the year. I'd still probably lean uh, Kevin Garnett, even though it's, it's close. And you could probably say Giannis is more versatile. Um, mm-hmm. But, and, and obviously, you know, KG's got him on, you know, as at least as of right now on the sort of consistency over a period of time. But uh, I don't know how you, <laughs> Uh, again, as the biggest KG fan there is, I don't know how you really put put him over Giannis at this point. Yeah. If if everything continues the way it looks like it's going, because you know, uh, as good as he was, he was not you know the best player yeah. in the league for this many years. You know, back to back MVP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's that's a good one. And you know, other guys, even like, I mean, at the I end of the you day, take I him could over a Carl Malone. You oh take yes, him over Charles Barkley. Yes, uh, yes. I think uh, right now, really, the only competition are, are the disputed goats uh, in, at the position, Dirk and Tim Duncan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he's coming for Dirk's throat, man, because Dirk has hey. one. He has one yeah. one run. You know, the 2011 that everyone holds up as the greatest. I mean, Giannis has done that already. Uh, you know, it's sort of a, 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 a you know, I've carried my team to the finals and won it. Uh, but he's only what is he twenty seven? Like Jesus Christ! Like yeah, yeah it's yeah. just I, I think we should we should you know in the same way when LeBron was in his prime you know doing crazy shit you know let's not take this for granted let's not forget how amazing this is that's what we should mm-hmm. be talking about with Giannis because yeah he, again he he might not even be fucking top three in MVP at the end of this year but you know that's just that just tells you how good the league is right now because my God he he's the best player in the world he, there's no doubt about it. 
Yeah, well, uh, uh, to, to shift our focus here from uh, from Giannis, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some beef, some scrapping. Yeah. Uh, featuring a, a Mississauga boy, uh, Dylan Brooks, uh, arguably the, the, the biggest irritant uh, in the NBA. <laughs> he's this the worst. Year. He's beefing with everybody, oh, man. man. This guy's not very Canadian at all. That's uh, what I said. Again, I, I, said don't, I, I don't said believe it. Before, it's this. It's those GTA Canadians, yeah, man. It's not yeah, the same. It's uh, you know, cut from a different cloth. Which we but, are. Uh, we are now. <laughs> Maybe we would be the same. True. We'd be the uh, you know the irritants out there on the court. I, I, I love I, it. I, I, I notice the more I, I've been playing now. I've got I've got more <laughs> edge to me than I used to. I feel like I was you used to be more nice, like a, a small town guy. Oh yeah, I was we more. I, I used city. to be an Aust- I used to be an Austin Reeves. Now I'm more like a Birdman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. So uh, I just need to get the tats now. Uh, but yeah, a, a weird scrap there between the the Cavs and the Grizzlies. Uh, uh, you know, focal point there with uh, Dylan Brooks and Donovan Mitchell, of course. Uh, you know, yeah. the the Cavs end up blowing them out. It wasn't a, a very competitive game uh, for for the Grizzlies there on the road. But uh, this incident, you know. Dylan Brooks is not doing himself any favors here because you know what? I love the pesky guy, the guy that gets in your face, uh, a bit of an irritant. Like uh, we were talking about the Bucks, like a Grayson Allen. I know yeah. Grayson Allen, you a little bit dirty as well, but this was a pretty dirty uh, move from Dylan Brooks himself because it's always good to get in people's heads. It's always good to you know talk a little shit here and there and you know make guys want to fight you. But yeah. uh, I mean, in this scenario, you know he goes down after he tries to take it to the rim uh, against Evan Mobley. He he goes down and then he swings his arm. He knows Donovan Mitchell's behind him, throws it. Wax the sack, yeah. and uh, Donovan Mitchell goes down. But and then you can see he gets that pure. He sees red when he gets hit there. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Whip, whips the ball at him, comes up, shoves him, and then I don't know who it was uh, from the the Grizzlies bench, maybe an assistant coach or a trainer. The that legend came in like the seat, like the Secret Service. He took him down. him down. Get down, get down, Mr. President. Because uh, uh, like, I was wondering when I saw this happen live because this uh, was in the, the scrum had already formed when yeah. he gets taken down. I'm like, oh, did he just get dropped? Yeah, yeah I know. I, I, thought, I thought maybe Spider got caught him with one, no. but uh, no, it was. Uh, you know he held he held him back, and then nothing, nothing ends up really happening. You know Donovan Mitchell saying he busts his ass uh, yeah. every time they play, uh, which you know again, yeah. Dylan Brooks, I'll say this: when you're an irritant, you do have to realize that people are going to start talking about how horrendous of a shot taker you are <laughs> because he he can shoot the ball well, but man, that guy misses a lot, oh. and he makes some ugly misses too. Uh, but I mean, overall in this beef, Jordan, I mean, like who do you got? Who who you who are you backing in this one? Because uh, I mean, I I, I want to back Dylan Brooks, but he's making it tough to do so. I know, I know. It's really easy to hate Dylan Brooks. I mean, it was funny. <laughs> it was funny listening to uh, what 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 what's Skip and Shannon's show called? Is it First Take? Undisputed. Yeah. No, Undisputed. Sorry. I know it first. is. It is the First. No, take? no, it's I think, Undisputed. I think it's both. First uh, take is, is first take is uh, uh, Stephen A. It's on ESPN. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, undisputed. Fuck those guys. It's undisputed. Uh, only listen to Big Dog Bolts. Yeah, right? yeah. So <laughs> I upload it and then I listen to it. Uh, yeah, but what are these uh, guys saying these days? <laughs> but uh, yeah, on Undisputed, it was funny listening because you know Shannon and Skip talked about it. I guess this morning, Friday, and uh, well, it was very hey, uh, you, you know one sided. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, of course, you, of course, you're gonna side with uh, you know Spider, but you know, okay. Uh, it wasn't immediately clear to me, and I know, I think it was Reggie Miller. Also, was, Kevin Harlan on the call was hilarious. He's like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> it was amazing. I, I love watching. I, you know, I wish he was always there for the beefs, but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was unclear sort of immediately when you were watching it if it was intentional or if Dylan Brooks was kind of just putting his arm up, but no one puts his arm up like that when you're trying to get up. No one, like, w- sort of whips your arm up, you know, uh, that that's not going to help you get up. I think... Some people, uh, and again, right away, it might have seemed like he, he didn't see Donovan behind him and kind of mm-hmm. it was an inadvertent arm. But I think it was I think he was trying to hit him. He might not have been trying to hit him in the, you know, in, in, in the knockers there, but he was trying to hit him somewhere. Um, and uh, and and so, yeah, I, I think it was pretty, pretty justified what, what Donovan Mitchell did. And I, I guess we're still waiting to hear from the league on 
potential suspensions, like, you know, what, what any further, uh, you know, uh, punishments will be. Obviously they were both ejected in the game, but, um, mm-hmm. I definitely think, uh, you know, it was justified. You know, Donovan do, didn't do anything crazy. He threw the ball at him. That's fine. And then he gets up. They're kind of drawing at each other. But it's not like he threw a punch or anything. They just kind of pushed each other. And then it yeah. was all good. I also love Taylor Jenkins coming into the mix right away. <laughs> I feel like he kind of is the uh, – no one really talks about it. But he kind of embodies the spirit of the, the Grizzlies as well. Kind of a young mm-hmm. coach with a chip on his shoulder kind of coming in yelling. He was right in the thick of it. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm cool. I, I – I'm cool with Dylan Brooks taking a cheap shot as long as he's not going to fucking hurt someone. Like, you can hit someone in the nuts. You know, that's different than the Gary Payton thing in the playoffs where he brought him down and fucking, mm-hmm. you know, his elbow you know, got busted up and he was out. Like, that's different. Don't do that. But yeah. I'm, I'm cool with the 90s intensity, you know, hit someone in the nuts. Like, as long as <laughs> oh, you're yeah, not going to yeah, knock him out. Um, and I'm cool with the, what Donovan did. So I, I love it. I, I think this is great TV. I, I, I love when yep. this type of shit happens. Uh, I'm always, you know, it's always very exciting. And yeah, as long as no one gets uh, you know injured, as long as there's no cheap shots that are gonna keep someone out, I say go at it, boys. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, and I I don't I don't expect to see any suspensions or yeah, even probably a fine from this one. I mean, there uh, unless the the teams want to escalate things and make this a big deal, I don't think that they will. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it's really just you know couple guys just going at it having going uh, at having, it. Having, having having a tussle you know they got ejected they took their time out uh, and now they 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 can scold uh, themselves the league can scold them whatever uh, but you know don't 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 suspend anyone we want like uh, to see this happen again my rule if it if it happens you know every weekend at the YMCA or you know wherever you're playing uh, you know basketball you know j- just for fun then let it slide in the NBA that type of shit happens all the time you play pickup you know someone gets mad mm-hmm. the foul's not called Slap him a quick one, you know, in in, in the nuts, and uh, you know, fight it out a little bit. That's fine. It's normal. You're a nut it's basketball. Yeah. You're telling me. That's oh yeah. Your, that's your you see, eh? you must have seen me do it. Uh, when I'm down on the ground and I'm mad, I, I find the nearest uh, sack and I just, you know, I reach out and I hit it. Um, but yeah, uh, interesting, man. As long as it's sack detector. <laughs> as long as uh, yeah, no one's getting hurt. I'm I'm I love it. I love it. Hey, uh, yeah, it, it just brings a little bit more fun, a little bit more intensity. And, again, we've been saying it for a long time. Maybe we get some rivalries going here. I think yes. that really the, ri- the rivalries are just brewing wherever the Grizzlies go. Yeah, it's uh, true. They're they, starting they anything. Like they're, 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 they're getting into beefs with uh, all kinds of teams these days. I yep. mean, uh, you know, they, they, they were the, with the Warriors, you already were talking about, uh, you know, uh, the, with the Lakers uh, yep. and, and, and Uncle uh, Uncle Shannon. I mean, this is a uh, this is a team of, uh, of full-on uh, degenerates. They're ready to go uh, throw it. hands at any time. Yeah. So uh, I'm hoping that the Grizzlies, also can you know maybe bring some of this intensity in the playoffs and hopefully the referees will you know look at it and say let's take a step back let them do what they do and uh we'll uh we'll we'll take them from there on another yeah. date but uh to uh to, to move on here uh you know we we kind of talked about them a little bit here uh one of the, the two of the top teams in the uh the eastern conference uh the boston celtics uh went toe-to-toe with the brooklyn nets recently and uh yeah that didn't really go uh to, to the script that a lot of people <laughs> yeah. thought uh, still no Kevin Durant, obviously yeah. for the for the Nets, but uh, you know Kyrie Irving and the Nets. It's been a while, boys, but they got shellacked. Uh, yeah. It was a forty-six point to sixteen quarter, uh, and yeah. to, to start first, it off. Yeah. That was uh, that was pretty ugly. That was horrible to watch. And uh, this has happened before. The Celtics have just been able to destroy the Nets every yeah. time they play. Uh, you know, we saw it in the playoffs, uh, and we've seen it again here. Uh, you know, Ben Simmons pretty much doesn't exist, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. Uh, it, it's it's pretty crazy to think like uh, this. The Celtics team is as good as they are, and they've struggled with other teams. Like yeah. this isn't just the Celtics being good. This is there is something to do here that the Celtics 
just are the better team against the Nets. I don't think the Nets will ever be able to get the edge on them. It just doesn't seem like it's going to work. Like, obviously, Kevin Durant would make a huge impact in yeah. this game, and things yeah. might go. It might not be as lopsided, but I just don't see the Nets beating the Celtics until I can actually see it happen. Uh, because yeah. so, so yeah. far, it seems like they just they just have their number. Uh, but, Jordan, I mean, is there anything that you've seen or any reason that you can think of of why the Celtics can beat the Nets every single time with consistency? Because... They kind of are similarly constructed talent-wise. Uh, you know, obviously different game plans and strengths, but, I mean, it's not like this is a, a Joe Schmo team facing a juggernaut. Yeah, yeah. I think I think when you look at the, the Celtics, they they really know how to shut, shut down point guards. Like, if I'm a point guard, the last team I would ever want to play against uh, we, we would be the Celtics, with an exception mm-hmm. of Steph Curry in the finals last year. <laughs> I mean, that's that shows you how great Steph is, uh, you know, able to evade you know, the defensive player of the year last year who was a point guard and just mm-hmm. all these guys who can just switch. Uh, and, and like, just, I think they also particularly like, you know, guys like Jalen Brown and, and uh, Jason Tatum and even Marcus Smart, I think they really like playing against Kyrie because they have so much respect for Kyrie that I, I think mm-hmm. they, they really, you know, they, 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 they see red and they want to go out there and, you know, defend the hell out of him because, uh, you know, as, you know, Kyrie went through Boston, you know, they're, they're all familiar with each other. And, and so I think there's an element to, of that to this as well. But yeah, when you look at, you know, the, 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 the team that most recently played the, the Celtics, this Nets team, no, no Kevin Durant. And it's really Kyrie is just the head of the snake. And, and you yeah. kind of, you, when you're, when the, the thing about Boston too, is they don't, their, their defense is so good that they don't allow you to get any advantages going like if you're if you're uh you want to go against boston you kind of have to do it one-on-one because there is no they they switch so uh you know intensely and so quickly and they're able to do it so well and everyone's able to hold up that you don't you don't have this situation where Kyrie gets by a guy draws two and then they he can kick it out to his shooters like curry and harris like that that is just, just not going to work against boston like their defense is just so locked in specifically against well, perimeter players it's just there's nothing you can do yeah, and the shooting tonight or the tonight in this game was horrendous. Yeah, what the, they the shoot? Nets, especially they shot twenty three percent. Yeah, twenty three percent from three, nine for thirty nine. Yeah, uh, they, they 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 couldn't hit. They couldn't hit. A, uh, you know, couldn't throw a stone into the to the ocean right there. Yeah. And the only person that uh, was able to hit multiple uh, was Joe Harris, four yeah. for seven, I believe. Yeah, uh, and even he shot four for nine total on the night. Yeah, uh, it, so not not a good shooting performance there either. But then, like you said, like the one spot that the Nets have really been trying to upgrade at, uh, you know, at the the center position or just in the front court in general, out rebounded fifty seven to thirty two as well. Yeah, and uh, the the old uh, old age, uh, you know. The saying of uh, you know if you win on the boards you win the game uh, yeah. stands true here because that this was just a beatdown overall as well uh, the, just yeah. just top to bottom mm-hmm. both finesse and uh, you know both in the toughness and the gritty areas there yeah well that, that's the thing too the Nets are very much a finesse team like a shooting uh, yeah. you know yeah. sort of relying on sort of fancy skill and it's like the Celtics they can play that way they've got guys like Tatum and Brown who can make you know sort of similar moves they can they can match you uh, offensively on that end but they have developed over the years a hell of a lot of you know just toughness grittiness and and it's just you, you go through who they can go and throw out at, at you on the perimeters because you know if you're a point guard like Kyrie it's hell but also if you're a shooter like you, they've got just these young guys who can keep up with you stay attached to your hip Derek White can run run around and you know he's he's, he's big and he's fast um, and you know you bring off uh, you know off the bench a guy like Malcolm Brogdon like there's just there's just no one you know Grant Williams if you're a bigger guy um, you know you, you you've just got so many options if you're the Celtics and like just uh, it's it's really amazed me through their team building because we've we've been watching them you know now this kind of 
iteration of the team since Tatum and Brown were drafted. And then just, you know, they, they've been trying, they've been knocking on the door, getting better and, you know, obviously make it to the finals for the first time last year. Don't quite get there, but their defense is just absolutely. uh, I'm just so impressed with, with the way that Mm -hmm. these, these guys as a group play defense. It's just that the, 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 with multiple different head coaches over that. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like they, they just, it's rare to see young stars, you know, the head of the snake between Brown and Tatum, uh, really buy in on that end and make everyone else yeah. kind of fall in line beyond that. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, I, I think a guy like Tatum who's gotten so much better offensively over the years, that's where everyone kind of, you know, why why he's so popular, why he's, you know, in, in that MVP discussion now. It's because he's, he's become such a good offensive player. But I'm just so, uh, the, the, the thing that impresses me the most is the, the defensive impact that these guys have. And, and yeah, yeah, I just don't think, you know, we saw it in the playoffs last year. Obviously, this is an improved Nets team, but even with Kevin Durant, uh, the 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 defense is just too much to overcome. It's just too hard. Everything you try and go get, uh, you got to work for. And again, that's why I hold up fucking Steph in such high esteem and Giannis in such high esteem. Mm-hmm. Both guys last year, basically the only guys that the Celtics faced who were able to figure them out. Like you have to be yeah. a top tier offensive talent uh, to 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 get through this this Celtics defense. And and so yeah, I mean, th- this is sort of a bit of a rivalry, I guess, you know, personnel wise, you know, they've, they've played each other. We'll see if maybe they can face each other in the playoffs again. But, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm the Nets, uh, you know, again, as good as they've looked this year, Kyrie finally bought in Kevin Durant again, when he's played this year, been as good as he's been almost in his, his, his entire career. I'm scared yeah. as hell to play Boston. I don't think they mm-hmm. can beat him. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, it'll it's gonna be it'll, it'll be a crazy finish here. Uh, that's for sure. And, and one thing I, w- I do want to shout out to you know head coach Joe Mazzula, uh, you know, playing just running these fucking guys, letting yep. them play. Uh, you know, uh, Derek no White thirty one minutes, Jalen Brown thirty one minutes, <laughs> yep. Jason Tatum twenty nine minutes. Uh, you know, he was playing his top stars yep. uh, all game long. He didn't really care that uh, you know they were up forty nine points at one point. <laughs> uh, you know, he he was letting them get their averages. He was letting them have fun, uh, yep. play with their food a little bit here, uh, and you know, also just kind of stomp on the throats keep the pedal to the metal and they and, did know, this in this back. game without marcus smart like they're, they're they were mm-hmm. without marcus like yep. like they've got they've got even more reinforcements uh it's it's pretty crazy yeah it's uh it's the deepest team in the league for a reason uh and uh, you know the, the, the hopefully the nets will be able to find a way to make this competitive because uh like they say uh if they win every time there is no rivalry so yep. uh we'll uh We'll see if uh, Kevin Durant's return can make a uh, an impact uh, for this Nets team uh, the next time they face off against the Celtics. But uh, to end off the podcast, uh, this is kind of a somber note. Unfortunately, a, a team that you know has uh, been frequent on this podcast, a team that you know I've uh, grown to really like, but it's hard to root for a team that's on a ten-game losing skid. <laughs> uh, you know, the former uh, top team in the Western Conference. We thought yeah. they had arrived. We thought this was it. Uh, and then Zion goes down, and it seems like without him. This has been the biggest, you know, change for them. Uh, you know, Brandon Ingram comes back uh, even in the middle of uh, this, and yep. he hasn't really been that great. Like he hasn't no. even played to the level of uh, you know his All Star season. He's yep. looked meh, and it's really reflected on the scoreboard. This team's ten straight losses, uh, the longest losing streak uh, active in the NBA right now, yep. and uh, you know they, they, they've lost to some pretty bad teams too along the way. Uh, so I, I'm just trying to figure out like. Is this just because they don't have Zion, or is there more that meets the eye here? Because uh, if they keep playing this way, they're going to be well out of the play-in. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. I, I I've been. <laughs> we'll we'll get more to this later. I think we're going to be doing a a special next week. But I've been uh, you know going through looking at trades for every single fucking team. So when I started this out a few days ago, 
the the Pelicans were still, you know, up. They, they, they had lost a few in a row, but they were still up there, you know, in, in the mix. And then I look, I look at, at like a graphic from, uh, you know, on ESPN or from, you know, uh, NBA TV or something. And I see the Pelicans all the way down in 10th. And I'm like, did I miss something? Is this graphic from a different fucking year? Like what's going on? And I went and look and it's like, that's how, that's how jumped up, jumbled up all yeah. these, you know, teams are that they, they've, uh-huh. they've obviously been on this huge losing streak and yeah, right down to, to, you know, below the playoffs, which is just crazy for how well they started and, and how high we've all been on them, like collectively you and me, but just you know, everyone going into this, this sure, year. And, yeah. I and mean, they looked amazing. They did. And I mean, they, they haven't, they're not missing anyone major other than Zion. Like, it's not like they're riddled by injuries. Like Zion, they, they've got pretty mm-hmm. much everyone else in their rotation since Ingram has come back and they've just, they've struggled to score, uh, especially in that period, you know, when, when they didn't have Zion and when Ingram was still out, but more so mm-hmm. they, they've just, struggled to defend like they, they, for for whatever yeah. reason uh you know you, you, you've got Jonas in there playing the five I, I Jonas just is not a good defender <laughs> he's he just he no, doesn't protect no, the rim good. and he can't and he can't really you know keep up with anyone smaller so you know he, he's out of the window there so you don't really have anyone big uh and then you know you've got uh, just all these other guys you know you've got a bunch of small guards uh who you know you want to play someone like McCollum as much as possible but he can't defend anybody so I, I think Zion really is the 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 X factor for this team in the biggest, uh, most emphatic way. Like you, you need him in there for for what he gives. Uh, you know, offensively, just that unstoppable force to kind of you know you got to send a double to him a lot of times. That elite that leads to all the, their their great shooters getting open shots. Uh, but then even mm-hmm. defensively, like he's he really this year when he's played has made an effort to be a better defender. Um, and and it, it shows in their you know overall defensive ranking. Like they're still in the top ten in defensive rating. I'm sure that's got a lot you know, of good the, long defenders out there too that can help. They do. Yeah, and they, you know they they you know they they play Alvarado and they play you know they they they've obviously got um, you know freaking you know, even a guy like Najee Marshall helps out and obviously Herb Jones is out there you know defending the best perimeter players but I I just think just recently their 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 off their defense I should say has, has just not looked as potent and I think it's uh, you know maybe maybe guys are having to exert themselves more offensively too without Zion out there it's just. The, the team really has just kind of fallen apart without his presence and and that that that's not all that surprising I guess he, he's he's one of the best players in the NBA when he plays but um yep. you you want you want your team who kind of you fancy as you know a team that can make a deep run in the playoffs to be able to not lose 10 straight fucking games without your best player yeah. even though he is your best player so I don't know I mean we're, we're we're gonna get to it next pod and you know until the trade deadline happens but there's a lot of you know talk about a guy like OG Ananobi, other really good yep. defensive kind of big, they, and, big and wings. They've been linked there. Them and, and the, them and the Grizzlies, man. Who yep. wants them more? Yep, got a bidding war kind of going on there. You know, you the Knicks and Suns in there as well, and you know, honestly, pretty yep. much any yep. fucking team in the league. But Trailblazers. Uh, yeah, but but you know the 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 I think the Pelicans really could use one more kind of veteran guy if they're serious about making a run this year, and I think that's. That's really evident in, in in how they're playing now without Zion because he's not he's not going to be back anytime super soon. Like you know he, he he's you know making progress, time, uh, yeah. but he's still got I, time. I think it's like another week till he just gets reevaluated. Yeah, it's not exactly. even like uh, like he could come back potentially in a week. Sure, but I, yeah. I knowing Zion and knowing the way the Pelicans have handled him in the past, uh, I I would think he's probably going to be a minimum another like almost a month, yeah. three weeks probably, uh, which sucks because I would like to see Zion get out there. He's an all star. Oh, yeah. Uh, for a reason, like he was having a sensational season, and was as we said, you know, already uh, the driving force behind this team. Yeah. But 
you know, you've got to find some way to help these guys. Like, when you look at their bench, uh, even in this uh, this last game, like, they, not that many injuries, like we said, uh, other than Zion. Yeah. Uh, they got to find someone to, to be a little bit more reliable. I mean, like, Jose Alvarado only getting 13 minutes there, uh, you know, it d- doesn't really help you either, I think, especially on the on the defensive end. Larry Nance Jr. is trying his best to be that, uh, that Zion Finn, yeah. uh, a replacement, uh, you know, 10, 10 and 12 for him. But... I mean, Kira Lewis, you're not going to get the job done, and that's it. <laughs> They've got four guys that they, they, they have coming off the bench, and none of them are really good enough to do anything. I mean, Najee Marshall had a, a crazy run there when yeah. Brandon Ingram was out, but he's kind of come back down to earth now. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think that if they can make a move uh, like to get just some depth, I think they'd have to probably give up a pick and then package a couple of these contracts. But it's uh, crazy because like we, we talked about them as being one of the deeper teams in the league, and they yeah, are, but yeah. I think I, I think they, they yeah, they, they just need more... They've got a lot of young guys who who are unproven and and I think in this stretch especially are showing they they don't know how to handle the adversity the way that some more veteran guys uh, would. So I th- I think more vets is the answer for these guys. Well, and that's the thing. But then you also have Devonte Graham and Willie Hernan Gomez, get, uh, you know, sitting on the bench. Yeah, guys doing that nothing. Could be producing. Yeah. just chilling there. Uh, you know, collecting dust. So yeah. uh, you still have Jackson Hayes, a, a young, a uh, big center, a, a great vertical. Obviously, a little bit of off the court issues yeah. and maybe some mental issues for him. Uh, you know, but what, again, what you need court. a rim protect. You don't have anyone to protect the rim. Like he, he's yeah, a you guy. Take a chance. Yeah, yeah. Like because yeah, Jonas isn't going to do it. And so so yeah, it's it's. It's it's strange. It's because you know, like, offensively, their 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 offensive rating is bottom half of the league, and somehow, again, like we said, their defense is still top ten. But I think that that kind of issue has kind of flipped on its head. I, I think in in this last yeah. these last ten games, like you, you've you, especially with Ingram back, you've you've got the scoring, but um, you know, b- b- between uh, Ingram and McCollum and, and even Jonas on the right night, but but yeah, I think just defense uh, and just. Yeah, some sort of consolidation trade, you know, send out a few of these young guys or even Devontae Graham's contract, you know, when I was looking at trades, mm-hmm. he's making over $10 million a year. Get yep. get him yep. out of there. He's not in your rotation. Uh, so so th- there's definitely things that they can do. But use him. 100%, yeah, in a different situation. Uh, he'll, he'll be going to the Raptors, I guarantee it, if they do end up uh, pulling the trigger on that OG trade. Yep, 100%. Yeah, you need him to, to, to fill the you know the, the salary there. And, and the Raptors could use a guy like Devontae Graham. They could, I'd love it. Yeah. Like, just some, somebody hold the rock. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, but even when you look at this, though, they're on a 10-game losing streak, but the West is so wide open. They're only two games behind the Clippers yeah. in the fifth seed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah. slash the Mavericks at the four seed. Yeah. So, you know, by the time you know, we record on Monday, they could be right back in the playoff mix, and this could be, uh, you know, we're, we're all gone. It's a foregone conclusion. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, I do think that, you know, Pelicans fans, if you're out there in the Sweetie King Center, you got to be a little bit more concerned. you got to cheer on your boys a little bit extra yeah. uh, just to give them that push because right now, uh, yeah, things are looking bleak, and the Trailblazers and the uh, the Lakers are coming up hot, and they're, they're, they're not going to be slowing down anytime soon. No, no. Yeah, you've got other teams, yeah, still trying to – that's the thing, man. This this league this year has been fucked. I mean, we know it as a Raptors fan, Raptors fans more than anything. Like there are no easy nights. There are like you nope. you come up every every once in a while. What the hell? No, yeah, I was gonna say I, I got this notification already. Yeah, well, I'm gonna pull an audible what? in a second, man. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Finish your thought. We We're got going a new. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Uh, oh yeah, you, you, there's just there's no, no easy nights. No man. easy nights. Like you are gonna. <laughs> You are gonna have, uh, yeah, a, a hell of a time. You know, there, there, It's not 2000. Uh, you know, 13, where it's like you've got all these teams trying to tank, uh, and, mm-hmm. and and you know it. 
uh, honestly, sometimes all it took, you know, a few years ago is just trying to be good to get, you know, wins yep. under your belt. But yeah, you, you've got teams right down. It's only a couple teams at the bottom of each conference and then, you know, it's tough. So yeah, these guys better hope Zion gets back quick or, or make some sort of move. I'm sure they will be active at the deadline, but, but yeah, this is yep. a bad time to be, be losing 10 in a row. They need the all-star break quick. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, it's also a bad time to be a Brooklyn Nets fan. Here we uh, go. I, I'm surprised. I thought I thought this maybe crazy. I, was, uh, I, I thought I gave you the heads up because yeah, I got the notification from Shams. I got nope, my Twitter notifications on for the uh, him and Woj uh, at all times, so I, I, I get those that that breaking news I right away. I don't even believe uh, is this true? Like what? it's real. They both tweet, tweeted it. Kyrie Irving officially requesting a trade from uh, from the Brooklyn Nets by the trade deadline, or else he's just gonna he's letting them know he's done with the agency. <laughs> oh, uh, so this is a this is a hundred percent official. Uh, obviously, this is coming in the wake of him saying he'd like Why? to stay in Brooklyn, and the uh, the management the management said they don't want to. Extend I told him, so you, Matt. I said he was too quiet. The, the I said I said yep. he was too quiet. What's going on? Something's gonna happen. Real, real G's. They move in silence. Oh on you, man. man it's, it's, oh man. A, this is crazy. Kyrie Irving gonna shake up this trade deadline for sure now, and uh, you know potentially alter the, uh, the, the 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 path here for a, a title contending Brooklyn Nets team. Uh, Man, always drama in, in Brooklyn. Maybe they should just send Durant too. Just let that guy go. Let free him, man. Free that guy. Uh, it, this is yeah. This is almost a uh, uncalled for, uh, or unheard of rather. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we've ever seen a player kind of bounce around his opinion like this and formally request this publicly. Uh, <laughs> insanity. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets. But so who, who, what do we think? Who who would he go to? That's the thing. Yeah. What what do we think? Like what what would work here? Because there's there are teams here who would want. Kyrie. I mean, who would? Well, okay, he's having an amazing season. This is genuinely strange, though, because you know this. This I don't even care as much about Kyrie, but what the fuck is Kevin Durant going to think now? I mean, does he does he yeah, put his he, he put might in say, his own? This, I'm out too. Like, because why would he want to stay on a team without Kyrie? Because like mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, unless they're getting like a star for a star again, but then you have to mesh with a whole new guy halfway through the season. That's not good. Very strange. That's it, not going to work. It, I, and I just don't. Oh my god. So. I mean, we. I'm sure that the sort of Kyrie to the Lakers will be kind of reignited. Like maybe that's where uh, I was going to say the, the the Clippers have just picked up the phone. Well, yeah, you've got the Clippers as well, and, and you know, there's like if, if I mean the 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 deal for Russ going the other way will probably be re sort of looked at. I'm sure because it. But but at the same time, are you are the Lakers desperate enough to, uh, you know, give up either of these first round picks? If if they know that they can probably just sign Kyrie in free agency, uh, because it doesn't sound like uh, like whoever's trading for yeah. Kyrie on his expiring deal, you're gonna have to know if you're gonna give up anything. If he's gonna come, you're gonna back, have to yeah. know that you're gonna you're gonna be able to keep him next year. So it's 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 it, I, I don't know. It might not be it might not be the easiest thing if you're the Nets to get any value for him, unless you're a team who's like, okay, we can we can win it if we pick up Kyrie, whether or not he resigns. So that's why I think yeah, maybe the Clippers. Are a team, you know, who who does say, hey, we'll we'll, I don't know, we'll give you Terrence Mann uh, if you give us Kyrie, because I don't know, a, a healthy, motivated Kyrie on that Clippers team, that probably gives them the best chance to to go and and do oh, yeah. something this I mean, year. Uh, a bit a big three of Kawhi, PG thirteen, and, yeah. and Kyrie would be would be insane. Yeah, uh, I I think the Lakers would probably be willing to make that move, and I think Kyrie would probably be more than happy to play with LeBron and AD. Yeah, uh, especially uh, you know the, the Lakers are always in the trade talks. They have been for the last three years, uh, really yeah. with any LeBron team. Uh, and reuniting those two, I think that they would be more than happy uh, to be side by each again. Yeah. Uh, the only other teams that literally I can think of. 
uh, or that would possibly want to get their throw their hat in this race as well. Uh, you know, maybe the Miami Heat, another team they've possibly. been linked to, uh, probably wanting a point guard there. Uh, you'd have to figure it out. Uh, you know, who would be able to move? Maybe Tyler Hero would have to be uh, included yeah, in that. But, but that's sure. a team. That's a team I could see Kyrie hypothetically re-upping with. Uh, you know, it, yeah, because yeah. I, I think you know. But I also don't. I don't know what Kyrie is after because uh, you know I don't. I don't know what. What's making him unhappy? I mean, they've they've done everything. They got rid of old Stevo. They've got, you know, his his friend, you know, Bring Kevin him back. is there. Give him another chance. And it doesn't make any sense either because they were playing so well, like before Ke- Kevin went down. Mm-hmm. Like they were they were right up there. So once again, I don't know what exactly is in Kyrie's head. Like like where exactly no he want to go. No but, one ever knows. But uh, like yeah yeah, the Heat are a good one though. Um, who else? Who the fuck else? Where where else would he want to go? I, th- I mean, he's I, been I think those are kind of the three. Like, right now, I just don't think any other. I think I don't think any other team has really like a need for a point guard because again, it's such a deep league. At the, like, unless you really want to move on mid season from whoever you have as your starter right now and throw Kyrie in the mix and yeah. hope that it works out when he's kind of proven to be a franchise killer. Yeah, uh, I mean. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put all my eggs into the Kyrie basket if I was no. any NBA team. No, no, and, and you want some insurance coming back. Yeah, yeah, and I, but I I honestly could think like, from this report like if he's just if he's telling the Nets oh I'm just going to leave anyway, you know they might that, as well get something. Well, but that's but that's the thing they don't have much leverage though at this point. I mean they, yeah. they might end up you know trading him to to the Mavericks for a bag of chips. I mean, like, there's... Mavs would also be an okay move, I guess. Uh, But again, that's kind of... Could Luka and him coexist, uh, two ball-dominant players? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really... uh, At this point, it's just a very weird request to make because it's kind of of up to Kyrie, uh, sort of still, where he goes. Being this close to free agency, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can... can be traded almost anywhere. But yeah, it's going to be... It's a very weirdly timed request. um, And... uh, yeah, I mean, it, but but again, if you're the Nets, you're you're probably gonna want to move him and get some value for him from yeah. somebody. So, so I don't know. I mean, fuck, this is crazy. This is almost as big as the uh, the the KD bombshell. This is. I always yep. thought, what would we do, Matt, if we got news, uh, you know, of a trade or something right in the middle of a pod? Uh, but uh, wow, wow. Well, I, don't I, know. Was, I, mean, I, thought, I thought for sure I gave it away because I looked over. No, I had no idea. On double take. <laughs> I saw you looking, <laughs> but I'm to, like, uh, what? And I I didn't get it till the the Bleacher Report. Uh, uh, notification came in, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, well, well, I, I think it feels though with everything going on, it feels like a Lakers situation. It feels I, like because they so. were linked, yeah. and it feels like it, it, it feels and like Russ the, the got, timing this of this is the highest his stock has been in years. Yeah, and and again, you're getting. Uh, I, I I think yeah, the the Lakers are going to kind of hold the the Nets hostage here and and just say mm-hmm. you know, we'll we'll. We'll give you something, but not all that much, because we know we can sign him, you know, over the summer anyway. So, it, you know, it, whether whether Russ is involved in this, but that's the crazy thing. I don't think I don't think KD has any interest in playing with Russ again. So it might no, be it I might be so. a KD on the move thing too. So you know, it, three team trade, well, mega blockbuster but, deal. But where do you think KD's and Russell Westbrook gets to lead this <laughs> Nets team into the playoffs yes. on his own? What the hell is going he on? Was. This would be the wildest, most dramatic NBA trade deadline of all time. Well, if this whole goes down. Genuinely, I think if Kyrie gets moved, I think Kevin says move me too, please, because yeah, I mean, I hope so. So so I mean, wh- where does he go now? Does he reignite you know to Phoenix or Miami? You know the two places he. <sighs> Because he talked about it, do the do the Raptors swoop in and say, "Hey, Nets, we'll give you OG uh, and some other stuff, and and we get we get KD oh, up man. here north of the border." I mean, th- this is crazy, man. I I I need I need more time to think because I I really do think a a, a Kyrie ask out is just a, a you know the the yeah. first step of a KD ask out. So 
I you mean, hit the red button, man. The all the nukes are being sounded. They're being sent is, off. This is uh this is this the is the about to blow up here. This is uh, crazy. But uh, we want to hear your guys' takes. Yeah, where do you think Kyrie's wow. gonna go? Uh, you know, get at us at Big Dog Ball Talk. We want to hear uh, all of your takes. Uh, give us a follow. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, any social media, TikTok. Uh, we're all around there. So uh, Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, signing off. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see. Maybe by Monday we'll have a Kyrie Irving. Kyrie move. Uh, his his trade uh, request. We'll but where do you think, Matt? For both of them, uh, just just uh, by 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 next week. Uh, literally a week from yesterday. Where's Kyrie and where's KD? Give me give me your best guesses, and then I'll give you mine. I'm I, curious. I, I think I think KD will probably stay put for a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if they're going to be able to find the the right trade partner. I think that they'll probably try to get someone back to work with them. Yeah. But I think if Kyrie's not a Laker, I'll be shocked. Yeah, yeah. I'm going bold. I think Kyrie's a Laker 100%. I think that's that's what's behind all this. It really smells like that. And I think 50/50 odds that the the uh uh or no, 33.333 uh Nets, Suns and Raptors. KD's mm. even chance in my mind to be on one of those guy one one of those three teams. I have no I'd idea also, who it'll be. I'd also I'd also look out for the Mavericks or the Warriors. Oh the Mavs. Oh my god. Imagine he goes and teams up with Luca. Luca and Luca Luca and KD. Oof. That would be nasty. That would work too. That he would could work. do that off ball. I think that would Holy. be great. Oh well, uh, everybody, we'll that stay that stay tuned for the uh, the world's greatest soap wow. opera that is the NBA. Uh, that is Matt Kyrie Edward, Jordan, starring Jordan, Kyrie. That, that is Kyrie, <laughs> Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel, Big Dog Ball Talk, and as my good friend Jordan always says, uh, uh, "Be the good." Is that what it says, Matt? Be the good. 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 See the good. Oh, it's see the good. All right, Matt's got a see sign. That's uh, what Kyrie he lives by. See the good. See the good. He's, uh, he's going to Hollywood, baby. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Uh, this is crazy. This is, uh, you know, unprecedented. But seriously, Kyrie specifically, see the good, man. See the good in your teammates. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm left speechless with this, map, But seriously, do see the good. Uh, that's, that's what I want you all to know.